Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Saturday, it's quite late, and it's likely that, as is becoming the norm with me on the weekend, you know, it's just kind of a wander through my day, through the thoughts that cross my mind. And not a lot has been crossing my mind today, apart from the fact that I'm frantically, I don't know, I'm not being frantic, that's not true, but I'm working very, very hard to finish the edit for the book, as you know, and I'm going to make it just, uh, I'm currently uh, editing, this would be the second, third, third edit, page 78 of 168, so quite a bit to do. But I think I'm in the like the tricky bit in the middle. Anyway, that's not what I was going to talk to you about. As ever, it's, you know, um, a little bit of a buffet episode, a little wonder here and a wonder there. And even though I'm doing this, typical, the sun comes out, it's glorious today. And one of the things I've really learned to do, because I tell other people to do it, is to ensure that the things that are really, really vital to your emotional and mental health and well-being, come hell or high water, happen. And one of those is that I get out in the fresh air, whether it is sunny or not sunny, but especially if it's sunny, and make sure that I, I walk away from the screen, I walk away from whatever it is I'm doing, and I go out and I get into nature, as people now say, even not into nature, just just out, just out with air and sun and light on my skin and the feeling of a breeze instead of central heating and the sound of birds and even the sound of cars, you know, not that that's great. There's nothing good about the pollution from a car, but outside sound. And I think particularly in lockdown, the sound of, from outside can also be quite uplifting. It's like, oh, there are other people in the world. Goodness, I wonder where they're going. I wonder what they're doing. So I make that important to me. And it's easier at the weekend because my partner's around too. So I want to do it just for me and for him because he is, you know, he works on a, on a contract, but he's like an employee really. And so his weekends are really precious and the time we spend together is it's just that precious incidentally we have our first anniversary of our civil partnership next week don't you know uh so always little celebrations all around at the moment with my 300th episode yesterday and that first anniversary next week so where was i mm, yes that whole making time for the important stuff instead of what we often do is make time only for the urgent stuff we've heard it all before it's a bit of a cliche we know it if i stuck it on a meme 
you'd probably like it. But do we actually commit and apply to the things not apply to I'm using my language really poorly today I find this a lot I'm digressing when I'm editing the book and you know I think this is a big part of post-menopause stuff that they're just you just don't have the speed of finding like I used to be able to I just click my fingers there to demonstrate how quickly I could find the very word I wanted you know being articulate and in an ad lib situation where I had to find the precise word was something I, I was pretty good at. But now, God, dear, oh dear, oh dear, I'll be editing and I'll, think, I'll be thinking, no, no, there's a better word here. And I'm, I'm sure that's why the editing is slower. I'm standing here thinking, standing desk, what is that word? And sometimes I just don't come up with it. I have to come up with a synonym which thankfully I can still just about do and I, it's a workaround and if that in itself is a skill it reminds me how languages have always been a passion of mine and if I'm trying to speak Spanish or French not being completely fluent but having quite a lot of vocabulary means you have to do that a lot you have to think okay I can't, I don't exactly know the right way to say this, but I can describe it in a different way. I find myself having to do that in my own language now. So where was I? Oh yes. So I get out in the fresh air. It's not the best version of fresh air today, I hasten to add, because it did involve doing the weekly shop. You may be one of those people who's doesn't do that now. You have all your food delivered, but we've never ever quite got into that. We're rare people, I think, that we, we quite enjoy going to the supermarket. Well, sometimes, depending on which supermarket, let me just put that in there. We like a bit of a treat, especially in lockdown, to go to Waitrose. And today we, did have a plan to go to Waitrose, but because I was working on the book, because we ended up going out later than we planned, and one thing that my partner wanted was to get back for the rugby, it meant we'd kind of created a small window to go and do things. And normally we'd walk, we'd um, just enjoy, you know, we'd park quite a distance from wherever we were going shopping and we'd make sure we we got some exercise and conversation and picked up a takeaway coffee and all that stuff. But because of the time constraints, we did intend to go to Waitrose, but then I wanted to pop into an out of town bit of Malvern. Malvern's a lovely town. That's where we were going. They have this out of town bit, as most places do, however nice they are, which has got, and I, I mean, I find it, a very energy draining experience but you know they have a big supermarket they might have a little supermarket they've got a couple of the chain coffee bars halfords and you look you know that kind of little conurbation you see can't figure the word again a little estate and normally we just kind of it's okay we pop in to M&S because they have a food hall and there was one particular thing I wanted in there. We went in, we got our staff, but then because there was a big 
superstore there we thought oh you know save time why don't we why don't we just go there we'll go we'll go there and it's a it's a shop i don't have any particular dislike of the shop or their products they, they've got some pretty good stuff in them good offers but it's not somewhere we normally go but we thought oh you know we're short for time and it they'll they'll have what we want so we went over well first thing you notice i'm going to go into a bit of a covid thing now because it's the weekend i just talk about any old thing don't i um first thing we notice is that unlike waitress I, you're probably thinking oh for goodness sake i've just become someone you maybe don't like because you think of that whole waitress la 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 my little bubble of the world no idea what the real world is like i do i've lived in it I do live in it but i've reached that age i go where i want to go i like going to waitrose it's a pleasant experience anyway we're used to a very organized environment if you don't go to waitrose this is how it works if you do you'll know what i mean the trolleys right outside the shop have been disinfected by the waitrose staff and a member of waitrose staff will manage if there's a queue the access of whoever's going in and they'll tell you whether you can go in or not so you understand there's a strict rule if you want to take your sanitized trolley you take it from outside the shop and then you don't put your trolley back there when you come out of the shop you put it into the trolley bays in the car park and then the staff go and collect the trolleys and they disinfect them and then they put them where they're supposed to be it's very organized there's also the sanitizer when you walk in for your hands it's great it's about as well managed as it could possibly be for a supermarket and most people adhere completely to that and, and I think probably go there because they feel safer and I know you know I'm in that generation <sighs> the demographic that goes to Waitrose is older anyway we go to this supermarket and they have a trolley park as they all do and it's a superstore and it's outside near the entrance and there's a handful of trolleys there and there's no member of staff and there's a cleaning station and it's it's a do-it-yourself jobby you're supposed to clean your own trolley well on the one hand i've got no problem with that but on the other hand it doesn't seem terribly easy like you know i know i'm being i'm probably being pathetically lame here but you know getting a piece of big blue jobby whatever they call that blue tissue towel thing and squirting it, I always think, I don't know, how much? Should I do this once? Should I do this twice? How much of this stuff do I use? And you're trying to do it whilst not getting it on your hands or your gloves. I mean, your hands is okay, but you don't know what's in it. You think, well, I don't know what's in this stuff. Is it safe for my hands? I am being really <laughs> a bit lightweight here, I can tell, a bit precious. Um, but I'm wearing glass because I think I will disinfect my hands as well, but I also like to think I'll put my gloves on then I'm not touching too many things. And if I do, I'm, I take my gloves off and I'm probably deluding myself. But anyway, that's me. So I'm trying not to get this stuff on my gloves, failing. And, but at the same time, I'm trying to get as much, enough on the piece of blue tissue paper thing to properly disinfect all around the handle of 
the trolley and then you think oh I better do, where, where else you know where else might I touch the trolley and thinking I better do all around the metal outside which is a slow and laborious exercise and then you go in no one is waving you in or not and there's people that clearly don't give a monkey's doodah just whizzing on in by you not caring about the fact that they might be within your space the social distancing space so it's not a pleasant experience and then and, and this is my my fresh air go out for a walk time this is not great not really enjoying this but anyway it's okay we go into a supermarket we just get what we need so we, we go in we do get what we need um but because we're not really familiar with the supermarket we don't realize it's really busy because it's a superstore and there's people queuing in every aisle for the checkout. So we don't really understand in the layout of the store. So I'm, as most people, down the other end of the aisle, walking along, trying to find the aisle with the shortest queue. And I eventually pick one and I think, okay, this will be a good aisle because A, it didn't look as long and B, it was the aisle that had at the end of it was sort of men's deodorants and kitchen towel and I thought well whilst people will be getting these this will not be as busy as an aisle that's got the biscuits or the crisps in so there's less chance of people you know you have to do that and play that whole dance game with maintaining social distance and people can reach the products and you're not in their way and they're not in yours honestly where is this episode going anyway you're hearing about my trip to the supermarket really interesting so we then realize my boy, he's he's kind of going i think i think it'd be better to down this is self-service you know this is self-service it'd be quicker down there because they'll be staffed and i'm thinking okay but i've chosen this now and by the time i've gone all the way up back up this arm and down the other and try to pick one you know i i'm figuring it'll be just as quick here but i didn't know that they had to be self-service ones for people with big trolleys because I'm used to supermarkets that only have them for people with baskets. And it was a bit of a flipping palaver, I tell you, because, you know, you've done the self-service thing, haven't you? I mean, every two seconds, there's a problem. It doesn't like the way you put something in the packaging. It doesn't like the fact that you bought alcohol. It doesn't like, you know, the way you put your banana on the scale. Do you know what I mean? It's like please and so it took us ages to be in the supermarket we weren't really keen on being in and, and really we probably could have just as quickly driven from there to waitrose which is in the town and done our shopping much more quickly i know it would have cost us more but sanity you know what's the cost of sanity and i I arrive, I'm kind of full of energy and upbeat and the sun's shining and I'm feeling good. But I don't know about you, but I find the longer I spend in these environments, so we're walking out now, we've, we've done our shopping, we've paid, and I can feel the weight of, ooh, I'm, I'm just, my shoulders are sinking and sagging and I think get me out of here quick before I feel really, really anxious. And I don't mean anxious, I just mean, you know that that energy zapping it those places for me 
I can't believe it's different for anybody else. They sap your energy. In fact, I'm certain it's the same for everybody else because people are a bit more niggly, a bit more snappy in those environments. Whether they realise it or not, I think it is the environment. It just drains your energy. So, not the best experience. The only thing I would say that we did manage to get a little bit of fresh air and exercise is we did pick up a coffee from said coffee chain which was not as great i'm certain that these coffee chains have decided to maintain their profit margins by putting less coffee in the coffee because it's you buy it and you think i just paid three quid it tastes like water and i really like we really like strong coffee anyway just turned it a bit of a winch fest hasn't it oh dear it's not very helpful i just i, I do hope you stopped listening about 10 minutes ago <laughs> and found something better to do for your Saturday. Anyway, we got ourselves a little uh, treat, a little uh, Japanese, what's it, Japanese takeaway from Marks and Spencer's. It's our treat for Saturday night. Uh, yes, so picked up our coffee, which was horrible, um, but we, we just did some walking backwards and forwards while we drank, uh, just in the sun, just to be in the sun. And we could see the beautiful Morvans even though we were near this little concrete energy zapping place and breathe. So the main point, <laughs> the only valid point that was really helpful, I think, in this episode was protect your time, whatever pressures you're under, protect the things that are really important and vital to your sense of sanity and well-being. And it doesn't always work out as well as you'd like it to, as mine didn't, but I still did get the joy of some pleasant time spent with my partner away from a screen, seeing the sunshine and the light, feeling it on my skin, albeit for a short period, and seeing the beautiful hills where, near where we live, which was all worthwhile. Have a brilliant rest of weekend. You know, if this is your kind of thing, I, it, it's better over at Menopause Anxiety Freedom Facebook group because I don't do these whinges there. I just get on and focus and deliver content. Very specific, one simple thing at a time, no overwhelm, no confusion, just stick to the point. So if you're not already over there, make sure you go there because that's where you'll get You'll hear a different version of me. I mean, it's the same version, but it's one without the meandering. But if you like the meandering, you know, I'm grateful. I love that you're here, that you listen, that you hang out with me. Just remember that if you want specific content for menopause anxiety, you want to be going to the Facebook group. Link is in the text. Have a brilliant rest of the day. I'll catch you tomorrow, which for me will be probably more of the same, only not the supermarket. No. Catch you soon. Bye for now.